the 11th chapter of the book of Hebrews. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Exodus chapter 2 and verse 1. There went a man of the house of Levi and took a wife of the daughter of Levi. The woman conceived and bare a son. And when she saw him that he was a goodly child, she hid him three months. And when she could no longer hide him, she took for him an ark of bulrushes. Lord, I feel the Holy Ghost. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. She took for him an ark of bulrushes and daubed it with slime and with pigs. That's a little loud, David. And put the child therein and she laid in the flags by the river's brink. And his sister stood afar off to wit what would be done to him. The daughter of Pharaoh came down to wash herself at the river. And her maidens walked along by the riverside. And when she saw the ark among the flags, she sent her maid to fetch it. And when she opened it, she saw the child, and behold, the babe wept. She had compassion on him and said, This is one of the Hebrews' children. This is one of them Jewish kids. This one of them kids that wasn't born like I was born. There's something special about them Jew kids. She said to the sister, and then said his sister to Pharaoh's daughter, Shall I go and call thee a nurse of the Hebrew women, that she may nurse the child for thee? And the Pharaoh's daughter said, Yeah, man, go. And the maid went and called the child's mother. Ain't that something? Brother Yade and I had such a wonderful visit today. He lives on the same wavelength as me. We talked about the sovereignty of God, brother. You talk about the wisdom of God. Brother, you stick with me, honey. This is going to be hot stuff. And Pharaoh's daughter said unto her, Take this child away and nurse it for me. And I'll give thee thy wages. And the woman took the child and nursed it. And the child grew. And she brought him unto Pharaoh's daughter. And he became her son. And she called his name Moses. She said, Because I drew him out of the water. Reading from Hebrews 11. Verse 23 is a continuation of the story. By faith Moses, when he was born, was hid three months of his parents because he saw he was a proper child. And they are not afraid of the king's commandment. By faith Moses, when he was come to years, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to suffer the afflictions with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season, esteeming the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures in Egypt. 
for he had respect unto the recompense of the reward. Our topic tonight comes from verse 24 of Hebrews 11. By faith, when Moses was come to years, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. Pentecost, you've come to years tonight, and it's the day for you to refuse something. My subject tonight, I am not an Egyptian. Jesus, into your hands we've given this service. And Lord, again, I come humbly asking you to anoint me to preach. I can't do it unless you help me. I need to touch my spirit first and my voice second. Bless this beautiful district, the leadership, the pastors, that precious man, Brother Jules, superintendent. Oh, God, give him the wisdom to lead these people. Bless every one of these beautiful saints. Lord Jesus, if there's any Egyptians here tonight, hallelujah, let your word comfort them and inspire them that they might be born like they ought to be born. I'll praise you and thank you in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. And everybody say amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Ah, oh, Lord. It's here, baby. Yes. Praise God. I want to stop my thoughts tonight. And I'll go as quick as I can go. But I ain't skipping nothing for no six dollar hamburger. I've got meat that you know not of. I've got meat for the power of God. And if you open your spirit, you'll eat for anything down tonight. knows a lot more than we Holy Roman giving credit for. The Bible said that he took himself a wife from the tribe of Levi and married that old girl. And as the union of marriage usually goes, she brought forth a son. And it was the day when that son was brought forth that the Egyptian king, Pharaoh himself, had put out an edict that everybody that was born different than him would die. I want to tell you what it's cool. We live in a generation that's put out the same in Everybody that ain't born like us, we're going to kill them all. Everybody that's perpetrating that new birth stuff, like the Bible said, we're going to try to kill them and strangle them. But I've got news for you, honey. There's someone that lives in the heavens that's given us the birthright, and he's watching over us, and he's protecting us. You're born in the kingdom of God tonight. You are 
you think you're finally learning something and he gifts your soul with a new move of the Holy Ghost, you find out you don't really know nothing. And brother, how do you like it? I love the way the Lord takes Egyptians to help their Jews. Oh, the Jew boys just broke down the river. And guess who the Lord sends down to wash a nasty old stinky Egyptian body? He comes Pharaoh's daughter. Now you might think that's an accident. But brother, God pulled that old gal. It's time to wash, honey. She could have washed in the morning, and she could have washed at night, and she could have washed the day before, and she could have missed Moses by four seconds. But it's something how the ordination process of God says, you go now without your destiny coming down the river, and you've got to be an instrument to use that child for the deliverance of my people. Brother, when you go down the river of affliction, don't worry about it. There's a problem in the heavens that's watching you. You've got it all under control. You can apologize. You're not an Egyptian. You've got a different birthright. Brother, there must not be no such word in the Christian language as luck. Boy, was I lucky. Honey, you ain't lucky. God's got his hand on you. Well, I thought I was lucky. Brother, that car didn't crush your skull against the wall because it came across that other line. He said, Oh, boy, that was lucky. You need to buy yourself a pair of those special glasses, Jesus sells. You can look at things in the spirit, brother. Just about the time your car crossed the yellow line, brother, there was an angel sitting about eight foot two and weighed about 460 pounds just stepped in between you and your car and just pushed you down the side and you said, Wasn't well, I lucky? And I like that dude to ride with me all the time. And I'll go one step further. I believe he does. And I'll tell the angel of the Lord, he can't just about the children of God and them that fear to deliver them. We've got to open our eyes tonight. We see the walls of this whole auditorium lined with angelic ambassadors that are protecting the children of God that are seeing the way we want us.
compassion. And that old woman that could have normally been hard and just drowned that baby in the basket, all of a sudden the Lord God Almighty speaks to the spirit of the child and says, Move. The child begins to weep, and the heart of that Egyptian begins to melt. Brother, I want to tell you, before I became a spiritual Israelite, when I used to be an Egyptian, when I came along, you holy rollers. And you told me up with your weeping. How you would agonize and cry for souls. And brother, my Egyptian spirit felt in there. And that's what brought me close to God. Watch this, please.
They were doing everything they could. 
you are. Every time you turned around, they were teaching about the Nile River as a God. And every time they tried to choke him with that, he'd say, wait a minute, lady. Cut that trash out. But the little boy, you may have me dressed in these ignorant glad rags. You might have broken slippers on my feet. And I may have to go to school with all the rest of you funky Egyptians. And I want you to know something, lady.
If he doesn't believe in his God, he'll never be a good salesman. But I want to tell you, a miracle of miracles. Satan himself has sold the world a bill of goods. He sold them the doctrine of Trinity, and he don't believe it. If you believe in the Trinity, you believe something the devil don't have got to. That's why Jesus said, I'll tell you who I am. Well, who are you? He said, I'm Alpha. I'm Omega. I'm the beginning. I'm the end. I'm the first. I'm the last. I'm the one who's the I'm the one who's going to star. I'm the ruler of the valley. I'm the ruler of the oak and the baby. Oh, 
Tell us about it, Voltaire, with your 250 writings against Christianity that you said you were going to eradicate Christianity from the face of the earth. Tell us about a third century man they called Judas the Apostate who went all over that known Christian world killing as many Christians and destroying as many believers as he could. He said, I will, by my faith and my own power, I will destroy the name of Jesus from the face of the earth. But Bible historians tell us that one day on the battlefield of time, Judas the apostate lays on a battlefield with a sword coming from one side and sticking out of his stomach. Laying on there, he reaches into his stomach, grabs a handful of blood, and with his own blood, he writes on the parchment on the ground. Oh, Galilee, thou hast conquered. I sought to eradicate you and your believers. But indeed, thou art God, thou hast conquered. Chat, you can't bury it. You can't drown it in waterproof. You can't burn it. It's got too much fire on the inside. You can't call it down. It's got the wind of the Holy Ghost blowing inside of it. Well, I got to finish pretty soon. Well, it finally came to me. Old Moses walking down the hall. And she did it for the last time, brother. She says, Oh, son, son.
darkness, hail, blood in the aisle. Pharaoh wanted to get this cat out of here. He sees that stepmother. Says, hey, baby, I found it. Found with Moses. Found him that my mama told you. You never saw accomplished. 
what you wanted to. And my Bible tells me the Lord standing there on the mountain has with him on the right and the left Elijah the fire prophet, Moses, You may not see accomplished and get done what you want right now. But if you die like he died, you got another time coming. Let me finish this. I know I've been a long time preaching, but I'll be a long time to run back from it. I want to show you something. I'm closing. I've been to a lot of funerals in my day. I buried my mother, I buried my father, I buried my friends. I ain't never seen too many happy funerals. I seen one where there was a message in tongues and interpretation. We shouted and carried on. It was quite a funeral. The crab's grandmother died. Grandma Blackwell, we were at that funeral with my Lord, the Holy Ghost. We shouted and danced and went all over the place. Oh, no, he was nuts. <laughs> but we couldn't help the Holy Ghost now. Blessed in the sight of the Lord and the death of the saints. But I want to tell you, I want brother, brother, too, I wish me and you could have been at this funeral. Moses climbs the mountain for the last time. And he just kind of breaks out, you know. And there he is, and the Bible said, in the mountain he died. And I want to tell you, when he died, all of hell had a swear in they were so happy that that character had died. And I see the angel of death getting ready to go up on the mountain to take it. And the devil himself comes over and says, don't you do it. I tried to kill an old boy in the Nile. And he got it in my hands. I put him in Egypt. And I tried to drown on his testimony. And he slipped him up I brought him back to the desert, and I had Pharaoh chase him up against the Red Sea and the mountains on either side. And God opened the Red Sea, and he got through my hands again. So finally, when they got ready to go to the promised land, I got the people to murmur and complain and say, let's stone him. And I almost had him stoned. But the glory of God came down in a cloud, and he got out of my hands again. Today, he'll not get out of my hands. He's dead. And I see that scummy, slimy, sweaty, filthy cream wiggling through the bushes on his dirty belly like he used to. Smiling and laughing. You're a loser, Moses. God let you die on the wrong side of the hill. And just as that little stinker gets right up next to Moses to drag him down into the pit, like a flash of light. And light that blinds. Michael, in the book of Jude, 
can argue and fight and dispute with Satan over the body of Moses. Praise God! Oh, Jesus! Satan is getting ready to bury God's man. And God says to my God, Hey, boy, go down and get my I'm not 